All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Loud Pedal. I am Michael Clark Griswold with my co-host, the Mal, Brian Hustlinger. Yeah. We are back after a week off for the 4th of July. Special guest for you tonight, T-Bone, Justin Hares. Welcome to the show, Justin. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, let's uh, just jump right into the past couple weeks here. Uh, you know, you finally got that monkey on your off your back there, what, two weeks ago, Atlanta Legends picking up the win and and then picked up another win in a second place last weekend. Yeah, it's uh we've been uh, we've been pretty strong there this year and uh we've been knocking you know, knocking on the door but just wasn't able to break through and get that win and uh a couple weeks ago, uh you know, everything kinda of fell our way and uh able to get that first win for the season and uh first win in hard to believe it was four years. Um, numerous second place finishes there and, and at other tracks just uh, never never really broke through the wind column so uh, definitely felt good to be back there that's for sure and uh, I, Brian you were wa- I know I was watching that race that night were you watching as well on TV Brian I know no. it looked it looked like definitely that first win was definitely an emotional one for you I know so I'm sure that felt great yeah it did you know that was uh Definitely you know, an emotional win. You know, it was uh, the first win since you know, the, since my dad passed away. Yeah. Um, which we're coming up on on two years here this week, which is uh, obviously he was a uh, you know huge supporter of you know my whole race and program. I would obviously never never would be able to do it you know with without him um, you know supporting me from when I started back in in go karts and then uh, you know all the way up through you know, racing the modifieds and, you know, sportsman 358s and in the big blocks, you know, I, I can honestly say, I don't think he missed more than two or three races in my whole career. And, wow. uh, wow. you know, he would, uh, they would travel him. My mom, you know, they would travel, you know, we'd be in Canada and get home at eight, nine o'clock in the morning and pull in with a truck and trailer. And there they are right behind us, you know, drove through the whole night, um, with us. So, you know, it's, uh, it was definitely, um, definitely wanted to get that one, uh, out of the way, you know, because he surely was, uh, looking down above, that's for sure. Absolutely. So, Justin, how did you get your nickname, T-Bone? Well, it comes, uh, it, it comes from a lot of different things. I, <laughs> everybody kind of, kind of, you know, kind of had a, kind of had a story, you know, and, uh, I guess it started, you know, in my young, when I was really young, my, my brother used to wear a cross that had a T that had a T on it. And, uh, so then they started calling me T because I used to always like that cross. And, uh, and then after that, it kind of started in football, um, after that. And they, they called me T-bone because I used to, I used to like to hit, hit the quarterback and, uh, used to fold them like a, like a T-bone steak, they said. So, uh, <laughs> That's that's kind of where it went from there, um, and then it you know translated into into racing. I think uh, Joe Morata was the one that kind of uh, he heard it at one of the football games, and then kind of brought it over to the uh, you know over to the racing side of things. So it's something different, you know. I, I, my name starts with a J, and, and yeah. my nickname's T Bone. So <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people ask me that. It's pretty pretty wild. So, so do you enjoy a good T-bone steak, though? Oh, of course, of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no doubt. 
I think it's a pretty cool nickname because usually get like uh, they're either called the missile, the rocket, stuff like that. I, I think you got to really, I think it's cool. Yeah, I like it. It's different. I don't know too many guys that that got that nickname in racing, so it's pretty pretty wild. I uh, and it, you know, a lot of people call me that. You know what I mean? A lot of still to this day, people are like, "Hey T or Hey T Bone, I got a question for you." You know, so it's uh, it's it's cool. You know, it's um, everybody everybody racing needs needs a nickname. Oh yeah, I agree with that definitely. Um, so how did what age did you start your racing career? I kind of was a, a late starter. I uh, I was involved at a very young age. My brother raced go karts, and I would always I would always go and work on his cart, and and uh, me and my buddies would always work on him. And my dad would just never let me race. He was always he thought I was too young. So I um, I started racing go karts at twelve. Okay. And um, uh, when I was sixteen, I started racing my first car. Um, I raced on the asphalt actually in a, in a pro late model, they were called at Spencer Speedway when I was 16 and didn't know anything about anything. Like I raced go-karts for obviously like four years and I knew everything about go-karts and we got a car and knew nothing about nothing. And, uh, basically the first year it was kind of just learning, just getting laps around the track and just getting a ton of help and advice from, uh, the Catalanos were probably my biggest helper. Um, they helped me a ton. And um, then from there, the the class just started kind of, we kind of started losing cars and I was having to travel on Sundays to Evans Mills and race on Sundays up there. And my brother was racing sportsman on the dirt. And, um, you know, it was like my, my senior year in high school, I got a sportsman car, sold the asphalt car, got the sportsman car. And uh, I raced that, and uh, I raced sportsman for two years, and then I moved up to the 358s for two years, and then um, been running big blocks ever since. Now, uh, you know, going through the different classes of cars, uh, which transition has been the biggest learning curve for you? Definitely from, um, you know, 358s to big blocks. It's just... um, you know, sportsman to three fifty eight was was a big jump, but um just the horsepower ratio from three fifty eight to the big box was obviously a big step and um you know, we were able to, you know, win right off the bat in all the classes, which which was really exciting. It kinda keeps everybody um really into, you know, racing and going and but you know, the big box is, is obviously you're running against some really really good competition and the you know the drivers and and all that we ran um the small box we'd run saturdays at fulton and sundays at wheatsport so sundays at wheatsport we're running against the big blocks against with the small block and uh right i was able to pick up a couple wins against them but it was you know the track conditions needed to be just perfect to get that and then um on saturdays at fulton at that time, there was, you know, Allen was running there on Saturday night, mm-hmm. and Timmy Fuller, and mm-hmm. um, that was, you know, that was back in like 2005, six ish, right around there, I think it was a year, and there were some really good cars running there, Fulton and Weekly. So, um, you know, we've never been one to shy away from competition. Um, I tell people this all the time: if I haven't raced against, if I haven't raced against Matt Shepard, my whole big block career. 
I don't know how many wins I would have because I think I've run second <laughs> to him probably thirty five yeah. or forty times. You know what I mean? And and we've raced go karts and sportsmen and small block right up through the whole ranks together. You know what I mean? But I've had a lot of second place finishes to uh, to Matt at Canadagua um, over the last you know fifteen years I've raced there. That's for sure. Now racing against Matt as much as you do and have, do you think that makes you a better driver? A frustrated driver or both? Um, I think it makes you better just because um, I've had people say this to me numerous times, like, oh, you know, you always go come down here to Charlotte and run good and you don't run against, you know, you don't run the series all the time. Now, how do you, how do you come to these big races and run good? I says, well, good. I run against <laughs> the series. I run against the series guys every week. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Much. Like, no, you're right. You, yeah, you know, that's correct. Yes. You know, you're missing a few guys here and there, but, you know, even like last year at Canada, just the competition level at Land of Legends is... Second to none, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's... You look at a Saturday night racetrack, there ain't many that got as many good guys as you got there. No. And I think it just makes you just keep... You never get complacent, you know what I mean? You never just say, well, my car's good enough, you know? So if you're running at Land of Legends and you're running fifth every week you got to keep working to get better because you know when you go to these bigger races you're gonna you're gonna be a 10th place car you know so um Mm. it's it's definitely made me better i think you know you you just you know there's other places i could go and win five or six races a year probably at one track but um you know our home is there and you know we've got a ton of fans that go there and support me every week and a lot of my sponsors are they attend every single week and watch and um, that's, you know, that's, that's why we go there. We enjoy it. And, uh, it, uh, you know, getting back to your question, I think it makes me a better driver more than, you know, I don't, I don't really get angry. I mean, I, obviously I want to win every week, but, um, you know, sometimes the top three or top four is not a bad, bad, bad spot to be in. Yeah. And, uh, I've been to land of legends once. Uh, I live a little far away. I live all the way down in Maryland. So <laughs> hey, <love> little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, my wife and I drove up there a couple of years ago. We made the drive up was like six hours and uh, it's a great facility. Uh, but I've been watching almost every week uh, online uh, on the land of legends TV. And you have got to be one of the most exciting drivers. Yeah, you watch. Yeah. I You're mean, I, there's, me, a, Mike. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of bottom feeders. Atlanta Legends, and I feel like you're always the first guy to just throw there on the outside and just hammer down, and drive around guys, and it's it's so exciting to watch. Well, I I appreciate that. I I've always been the the guy to at least try it, you know. And even the other night, um, you know, the second feature when when me and Rudolph kind of had a great battle, like battling through the field to get because we both knew probably whoever got to the lead first was probably going to be the you know the the one to beat. And, I was itching, man, the last five or six laps to get a restart just so I can at least make a race out of it and try them on the top and, and see what happens. But, you know, I'll I'll try to go wherever I can. And, um, yeah, I've had restarts at Canada. Well, there was one earlier in the season where I was up to second. And I just wanted to go for the win. Like, I was oh, – <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and I'm like, if I finish second or fourth, I guess it's – I'm trying to go for a win. So I, I, I tried on the outside and I lost two positions and, but I've, I've gained a lot of positions that way too. So, um, 
it really depends on how the track surfaces and and all that and we'll we'll definitely try it like uh you know the week i won there the, the, the top and one and two was literally off the racetrack like there was there was, you were in the grass if you were running on it by the end of the race and I was, I was up there uh, a few times pretty close to getting off <laughs> off, the, off the top but uh I, I do. I get a lot of fans that come over afterwards, and, and they get all you know. They're all excited because of, you know, I made a made a few passes on the outside, and it's it's cool to see that because I I do enjoy doing it. You know, it's kind of the fine line of, um, yeah, you know, just checkers on the outside. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's definitely you know at Canadagua, it's definitely not like a huge cushion. It's just a little bit of brown. So. Right. It's pretty technical to be up on there because if you drive in there too hard, you just go off of it. And if you drive in there not hard enough, and then you kind of pick up a push. And it's it's really kind of technical. And um, sometimes when you're too too long up there and your car is too sideways, your tires get too hot, and then you end up backing up. So it's you kind of really gotta you gotta know when to go up there and how many laps you can go up there for before you gotta kind of get back down. Yeah, I've definitely seen my fair share of cars off, uh, off headed towards the woods there in turn ones and two. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about that. It's uh, definitely a fine line. <laughs> so moving forward, Justin, uh, do, do you have any plans on running the uh, Super Dirt Series Tour or perhaps maybe the Brett Dale North Region Tour full time at all? You know, I haven't, I haven't really, um, you know, thought about it. I've done. I've done the Super Dirt Series, you know, numerous years in a row. I did it, and um, it was I was a little bit younger, and I didn't have much, you know, as much responsibility, I will say, as I do now. <laughs> um, so it was a little bit easier to take off for two or three days and be gone racing, and now it's like. You know, I was gonna we're him and Han about doing Albany Saratoga, which is tomorrow, which is already canceled. And yeah. like, I just can't. Some I just can't sometimes get enough guys to yeah together to go because all my all my guys are all all volunteer, and um, you know, it's just hard to. You can't just go to these races with one person. I don't. No, you know, those, no. Those, no. those days of of doing that are. Done. They're pretty much over. There's there's so much work to do with the shots and springs and adjusting on the car throughout the night and gear changes and tires and grinding and siping and all that stuff. So it's just a lot of work. So when I go to them, I want to make sure I have enough help and make sure my stuff is prepared the best it could be because um, just the competition is too too tough. I mean, you're you could be off a couple tenths and you're sixth and seventh in your time trial group. So. And that makes a long night when you got to start coming from a, you know, not in a redraw spot to, uh, or out of a conti, you know, to get in the race, it just makes for a really long night. So, uh, as of right now, I don't probably have any plans of, of doing anything like that unless something came up where I was able to partner up with somebody and, mm-hmm. you know, another team or something and do something like that. But I love to do it. Absolutely. Because I, you know, I really think, um, I could be pretty competitive in that series. Oh. Now I've, I've run third and fourth in the, in the thing before, um, in the super Dirt series end of the year point deal. So I've been right there and I've done it and I've won three super Dirt series races. And, you know, so 
I think I'm I'm competitive enough, and I've had a couple of years of a little bit of a a little. As soon as we switch from our bar car to coil car, um, our transition wasn't as fast as others. I don't think. I just think the my learning curve and not being able to spend enough as much time as I wanted to um, learning it. You know, it just took me a little bit longer to get going. But this year we seem to obviously have our stuff in the right direction and to keep learning more and more about. Uh, what these cars want and what it takes to get them fast. You definitely have the talent to run with those guys. That's that's no doubt about that. Um, getting back to redraws, what are your feelings? What's your feeling about uh, redraw races? Um, I I think there's some races that we go to where they redraw too many cars. Um, but overall, um, you know, it could make or break your night. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Oh, it, yeah, definitely. It's definitely, I've been in both situations. I've had a car where I've barely made the redraw and redraw on the front row and, and run top five. And if I would have started 12th, I probably would have finished 15th, you know? So, right. Right. Um, and I've, you know, I've been on the other, you know, the shoe's been on the other foot where, foot where I've redrew 12th and had a car to, to really compete and win with and run, you know, <laughs> you know, run fifth because you just, just not enough laps track. It's, um, Played. bottom dominant or top dominant and you just can't pass anybody. And, um, it was, you know, almost like that, at, you know, at Bransonville last week where I got to be, you know, laid rubber and got one lane and, you know, I was able to make some passes to get up to sixth, but, you know, we redrew 11th and, you know, we, there wasn't much passing, you know, it just, right. we actually dropped back in that race and then came forward at the end. But, um, so I don't know. I, I guess my opinion would be is that I think sometimes there's too many cars to redraw. Maybe, maybe just the heat race winners should do the redraw or first and second kind of maybe the top six or eight or something like that, I guess would be a little bit better. I think from, my standpoint is because I've been in both situations before. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing worse than having the best car there and redraw on 12th and basically, you know, not be able to get there. Now staying on like the kind of the same subject, where, where do you stand as far as uh, time trials versus a pill draw? Time trials are way better. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, I like I like Brett Dale a lot. I mean, I think he does an awesome job. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, there's a lot of I don't race his races just because of that stuff, and I don't really have American racers. But um, I mean, the way I draw because it's been horrible this year. I mean, I would yeah. literally, you know, I've drawn. You know, I went to Mercer at the beginning of the year and drew ninth, you know, ninth in a heat race, and then went to, you know, um, you know, won our heat at Can-Am and redrew ninth. And you know, I've been every series race I've been to this year. You know, luckily I've been in the redraw, and the best I've started was sixth. And um, I just know that if I do one of Brett's races, I'll I'll definitely be the last man uh, in one of the heat races. It seems like um, so. I I don't um I don't particularly like the the pill draw. It's just uh, yeah. I, I don't mean, even care if they do timed hot laps, but give me a chance. Like yeah, you know, yep. don't don't make me start tenth in a heat race with eight laps to get to three spots. 
it's not going to yeah. happen. You know, you get a couple of good guys in front of you, and it ain't gonna, it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. Yeah, um, true. I like well, I like what USAC does with their time trials. They'll invert it. They'll invert the set yeah. the heats. I like that. That I would be all for. Like pill draws yeah. now because you know, yeah. Well, well, we we've seen what happened this year a little bit with pill draws. So yeah, I, yeah. I I have to agree. I, if it's going to do time trials, but I'd like to see them invert for the heats. Yeah, and even if you, I mean, we used to do it on the Super Dirt Series where they mm-hmm. would invert the top four after time trials, and it makes it exciting. But they also, you, I mean, in these heat races, nobody, nobody rides around like nobody is, right. you know, nobody's sand, sandbagging yeah. by any means, you know. So um, there's a hundred different ways, you know, to do it and make sure it's exciting for the fans. But as far as I've seen this year. Um, there has been some passing in the heat races, you know, so that's good. Like I, you know, me and Friesen put on a great battle at Ransomville the other night in the heat race. And then, you know, the next heat race out after me, Williamson came from sixth to second. So, you know, there's definitely good racing in the heat race. Um, there's, I just think that a lot of times if you just, you know, you can, you can make or break your night by coming through the gate and drawing a bad pill. Oh, absolutely. So I'm not, and get your stuff tore up. I mean, look at what happened to Friesen. He was at one of these races. I don't remember where it was, but, Ackboard. you know, he drew, yeah, yeah drew a Ackboard, bad number. Yeah. Yep. Got wadded up, didn't have a yep. spare car with him, yep. and your night's done. Now, would that have happened if there was time trials? Absolutely not, because he probably would have been probably on the pool in one of the heat races. So, you know, he wouldn't be able to finish the night. But there's also times where people pull the right pill and get in the, re- get in the race that they never would have got into before, too. And I think that's why sometimes Brett's races get get more cars because people feel like if they come through the gate, grab a good pill, they have a really good shot of making, making the show. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I just, I don't know. I, I, I myself prefer time trials as a fan. Uh, yeah. The, the pill trials just, I don't know. The, the whole luck of the draw thing just doesn't sit well with me. I'm not Irish. So. Yeah, I I'm, I agree. I mean, <laughs> and even like the way the Super Deer Series does it, um, you know, trust me, there's been times where even though you drew a pill to come through the gate, you get in the heat race and you're like, oh my God, are you serious? I got <laughs> stacked, right? You're six, in a stacked heat. <laughs> I got, yeah, I got six good guys in this heat race. Like, yeah. You know, one Your heat's a feature. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and it happens. Yeah, yeah, like, you're right. You One know. slip up, and I'm in the concy. Yeah, exactly, and uh, it happens, and it, it <laughs> happens so pretty much every race. There's one heat that's always got way better guys in it than the others, but it still gives you an opportunity, at least. At least you can say to yourself, well, I wasn't good enough in time trials. That's why I didn't have a good starting position. So. Yeah. But that's my opinion on the, the redraw. Uh, now going back to to weekly racing at uh, Land of Legends, uh, outside of of Matt Shepard, who would you say your toughest competition is there? Uh, Rudolph has been really fast this year. Um, the last few years, he's been really strong, and um, you know, there's a lot of good guys there. And um, you know, the, I you look at the top five every week, and you know, it's there's always you know, guys that have won multiple races already this year, you know. So um I would say right now it's, you know, Shepard and Rudolph are the two fastest guys. Um 
and uh you know there's guys right behind it allen and and uh Puperin and uh fuller and then you know there's a lot of good guys that are just outside the top five finishing that are that are really strong too and they get them get them in the right start position and their cars right then right they're hard to beat uh, what do you uh what's your thoughts on the rookie uh Krenskin? yeah yeah oh he's doing awesome that kid's re- doing a really really good job i actually had the had the chance to talk to him um a couple times i parked next to him at k&m for his first his first series race and um you know just small talk you know just say hey, yeah. anything let me know you know and uh i had a chance to talk to him at weedsport um the kid's doing an awesome job man do you talk about um a team that's underfunded and and just put their heart and soul into the race car i mean it's him and his family i mean they do i mean i told them the other day i said man you're doing an awesome job i just want to tell you that because sometimes you need to hear that from somebody oh, absolutely. that's you know and i i just wanted to tell him what a great job he was doing and he holds a great line he does a great job and he's got an older motor and it just goes to show you like you know these guys go out and they'll spend you know thirty, forty thousand dollars on a top of the line big block. Um you know, he bought a motor from some kid, you know, I don't I'm not gonna mention names, but he bought it from from some kid that said it was basically wasn't up to snuff, didn't have enough power. Um you can't run with the good guys with this motor and he put it in his car and he's got multiple top fives. He runs second the heat race at Weedsport the other night, did a great job. He did a great job at Ransonville. I mean, he's doing really good. And I, I just hope his stuff stays together for the whole year for him because he was saying the other day that, you know, his motor's got a lot of, a lot of laps on it and he's hoping it, you know, stays together for the whole season. So I, I really do hope that he, uh, he does. And you know, he's doing, like I said, a really, a really, really good job. All right. I got to ask, how big are you, Justin? How big am I now or how big was I? How big are uh, how big uh, uh before and after? <laughs> well, uh before I was I was um six two and I was six two, three hundred pounds. Um, you know, out of shape, uh a lot of, you know, just not taking care of myself and uh now I'm uh I'm two thirty five. You're you're still um, a big guy, though. He's, he's yeah, tall. yeah, I'm he's still. I'm yeah, still, you're tall. Uh, we look at him. I say he's a big boy. I would hate to piss him off. Yeah, <laughs> I've we've had a few run-ins at the racetrack. But, uh, <laughs> I everybody, I'd be everybody running. Always, yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> always says that it's uh, yeah. So I'm still I'm two thirty-five and six-two, and um, like to like to stay right around there. It's uh, it feels good. I can actually uh, I feel like uh my my big block program is is um i don't have to worry about going over scales and being super overweight anymore so now you gotta uh, add weight to the car now you gotta add a little yeah. weight right <laughs> yeah add a little weight exactly so that's, that's a good good feeling to have so but um yeah that's uh i'm not one of the smaller guys that's for sure any any big 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 race like a bucket list uh bucket list race that you would like to win of course, uh, you know, Super Dirt Week obviously is a, a huge one that I would uh, like to win. When, as at the mile I finished, the best I was ever was fourth. Um, 
but um, you know, I before I would uh, you know be done racing, I'd definitely like to win another Super Dirt Series race, and I, my dad's race would be one that would be obviously pretty pretty special to win. Yeah. So um, that'd be a that'd be definitely one of my choices. But uh, you know, I just know now, like um, basically any win you get, like like after not after not winning one for four years, like you better cherish it because they're oh, yeah, getting no. tougher and tougher yeah. to get. And, you know, I'm racing one night a week now. Well, I was racing three nights a week and the series. So it's just, you go from racing, you know, over 60 times a year to racing 20 something. You definitely, you take your chances of winning out of the equation as much. And also you don't really get an opportunity to, try a bunch of stuff in your cars, you know what I mean? And that's, I mentioned that to somebody the other day and I said, here's the deal. You know, if I'm racing just Saturday night to Canada, when I want to try something, I got to wait till next Saturday night to try it. Right. When yeah. all the other guys want to try something, they're trying it, you know, Tuesday night at uh, all these Saratoga and then they wanted to try something else. So then Thursday night they went to Genesee and, tried this and then friday they went there here and tried that and saturday they tried this again and sunday they hit on it at, you know wherever they were so um that's the biggest downfall of racing one night a week i'm fortunate mm-hmm. enough to be able to do a one night a week and um would i like to race more absolutely it's just uh it's just tough for the situation um with you know like my help and you know me getting out of work and at a time to get to the track and all that with, you know, my hauler and the driver and, you know, helpers to help me. So, um, everybody that helps me out, like I said, are volunteers. So, um, to get guys to get out of work, it just makes it really hard. If I, uh, if I lived close in Justin, I would, I would definitely volunteer my time. I just don't know a damn thing about working on a race car. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much help I'd actually be. I mean, I could change. I'm, I'm, I'm mechanically inclined. So I'm sure I could change a tire and, and all that stuff for you. Turn some wrenches, but it would uh, definitely be a huge learning curve. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I had a kid actually come up at land of legends the other night, a young kid and came up to me. He said, Hey, uh, I'm going to be getting my driver's license next year. I'd like to help you out. You know, would you would you would you care if I helped you out at the shop a couple nights a week? I'm like, absolutely, man. Come help out. I want to get the younger kids involved. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Wanna, wanna, you know, want to keep them out of trouble and it gives them something yes. to look forward to and yes, um, just to learn a trade. You know, and like when I was young, yeah. younger, that's what me and my buddies did. Like my dad always said, I never have to worry about where my son is. He's out. He's out in the shop, and all his friends are out there too. Till yeah, whenever they want to come in. So. Um, you know, that, that's pretty awesome, but I do have great, great people to help me out. Um, you know, prepare my car weekly to, to make sure I get to the track. Um, so I'm very, very fortunate for that because without, you know, those guys, I definitely wouldn't be able to, to do it. It would just take up you know, way too much of my time and, and stuff. So I have a great, great crew to help me out. I think eventually in a little bit of time, you're going to get some, uh, at least a, maybe a full-time guy that you can, you're just, you're too good not to, you're just too good not to get that kind of help. You know, it's, it's funny. I've, I, I thought, you know, a few years ago, um, I had a guy, guy come to me, uh, Jake Marine from, from Laurel, Delaware. 
Yeah, and I, uh, yep, I know he, that name. he came up. Yeah, you know, great car owner from down there, and he came up yep. to me, and we met in Florida, and I ended up winning that year down in Florida, and he came up to me, and he said, I want to help you out. He goes, you know, I just, you know, he's like, the way you carry yourself, the way you... He goes, man, I just want to, I want to be a part of what you got going on. And I said, man, I've, I've never heard anybody tell me that before. So the next year he, he kind of really stepped up and helped me out. And we built a brand new car and went to Oswego for a small block, um, the small block race at Oswego. And um, was really looking forward to really, we're together, we we're going to do some, some pretty neat things. We're going to, um, you know, basically have a short track super series car. I was going to have a small block car and the, my big block cars and, and uh you know he passed away a couple of years ago uh, and we were actually in Altec in Florida and he passed away and that was that was my uh you know I think my my guy to kind of take me to the next you know maybe to that next level of just making sure I have enough equipment and all the equipment and uh you know he wanted to do it and uh you know but I've never you know if you can believe this or not and I've had so many people ask me this um, I've never really had too many rides. You know, I had a, I was involved with Sweeteners Plus, um, like my first few years of racing. Um, wasn't anything as a paid driver. They just helped me with motors and basically really kind of got me, um, going into the small blocks and, and the big block stuff. And, um, very grateful for what they did for me. And then, um, we kind of, we never split. They just kept helping me out, but they just kind of, basically i uh, wanted to just kind of sponsor me and not do like the motors anymore so i can you know we got our own motors and and went from there but um i've had a couple you know guy i ran a small block for a couple of years ago a few times and he ended up selling his stuff but i've never i've never really had had anybody really call and say hey man would you come drive my car or you know come to this big race or that big race because there's races that you know like you know i haven't been to orange county in a couple of years and i've ran pretty good there i just you know on the financial side of things it just cost so much yeah. to do that race that we just decided it wasn't really you know that important to do it so we we never did it but i've been locked into the top six there like three times over the last probably six times i've been there and you know there's a couple of races i definitely would like to team up with somebody and, and do some stuff because you know i want to do that port royal race this year and um yeah, I want to do uh, Orange County. Obviously, yeah. we plan on doing. I'd love to we see. Plan it. I'd love to see. Yeah. Yeah, I plan on doing. Uh, you know, Oswego. Hopefully, both with a big block and a small block. We're trying to put some things together right now with make sure we have everything for for both of those races. But uh, I'm definitely. So, if anybody's uh, anybody's listening and wants to wants to put something together, have, uh, give me a shout for sure. I'd definitely love to uh, partner up and get on some of these other um other surfaces i haven't been on in a while and do some racing the guy's worth the investment so yeah we'll, uh, yeah we'll uh we'll, we'll put, put some feelers out on our on our page for you and uh uh so the, your equipment you drive uh weekly now that's all your equipment yeah yeah that's all my stuff um basically we got um you know we have two cars and and uh we have you know three big blocks um but pretty much all my stuff has been good around, you know, the big black stuff. So, um, you know, we've, you know, don't have really too much American racer, you know, equipment. That's kind of why I don't, 
I'd love to run Utica Rome a couple of shows, but even now with the tire shortage, it's getting harder to even yeah. buy new tires if you want to go do it, you know? So we just kind of been um, sticking to our wheelhouse and what we know, you know, we've been running good enough to Canada with a, you know, make, make money every week doing it. And, um, just kind of concentrating on that and some of these close series races where we've been competitive, you know, like Leeds Port, I think we had a really good shot to, you know, definitely we finished fourth, but we ran top three the whole race and I, I clipped the inside wall with like 30 to go and had a flat tire for the last 30 laps, but I thought we had a shot to win that race, you know. Um, so that was, that was pretty, pretty cool. And, you know, there's a few more series races that are close that we're going to, you know, we're going to do. And, um, we just, uh, you know, keep plugging away and hit, hit the, hitting the races we think we can go to and be really competitive and run well. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you'll definitely pick up a, another series win, uh, this year before the year's over with. That's just my, my personal opinion. Um, I sure hope so. Yeah, me too. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up here, Justin. Uh, before we let you go, is there anybody you want to uh, want to give a shout out to or thank? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, first and foremost, um, all my sponsors that uh, you know make uh, make this deal possible because uh, without them, you know, they they help out tremendously. So, um, Phelps Cement Products, um, FLX Home Solutions, Honey Oil Auto Parts. Jeff Jolly Masonary, um, Sterling Lubricants, um, SMV Motorsports, uh, Bicknell Racing Products, um, Start Imagining, um, all my product sponsors that helped me out. Um, you know, like couldn't do it without them. I got, uh, I have two guys that help me do my engines. Uh, I have uh, Finger Lakes Machine and uh, I have one Billy the Kid Motor. So those guys, yeah, I got to thank them also. And then uh, my crew guys, because without uh, the crew, definitely I wouldn't be able to do 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 what I do. So, uh, you know, Todd Kirkwood, Jeff Niskus, uh, Jim Davies, Jody Stetzel, uh, Jimmy Sheehan, um, Cowboy Troy, we call him. Um, and uh, just ever, I'm probably forgetting a few guys that helped me. Um, I, I do, I've got to thank them. And I got to thank uh, my mom. She's a... Uh, Still, obviously, huge supporter. She goes uh, goes every week and goes to pretty much every single race that that she can go to. So, she's a huge supporter. And then, can't forget uh, my wife, uh, Melanie. She's uh, obviously when I'm gone, she's got the kids and um, taking care of them. So that's that's a, a huge help. Uh, and she goes and is a big supporter of mine also. And then my daughter Emma. She's a huge fan, and, and my son Jonathan. And uh, like my wife says, they they think I walk on water. So uh, they they <laughs> love the race, and <laughs> they 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 think I'm famous. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. I try to uh, they uh, they are super into it. They're both at the ages of like really just loving racing and stuff. So it's really um, that really puts a smile on my face when I when I see him at the track and. My son's really big into mud plugs, so he has to make sure he puts the mud plugs on every night and uh, <laughs> tells me which color ones go where and all that. And uh, my daughter, she's she's my hype person. She's like, comes over and tells me I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and keep trying and all this stuff. So it's it's pretty awesome. I got a like I said, I got a really great awesome. group of people yeah. around me, and I'm yeah. so fortunate for that. 
Yeah, that is awesome. All right, Justin, well, we appreciate you coming on tonight. I will eventually make the trip from Maryland back to Land of Legends. Uh, I don't know when that's going to be, uh, but hopefully you're still racing when I do make it back up there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I'll definitely uh, swing by the pits and say hi to you. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're coming up for, uh, we have the Super Dirt Series race, my dad's memorial race, I believe it's September 18th. So let me know if you're coming. We'll hook you up with a pass. And uh, if you're coming up, it's going to be a big race. So it's a pretty cool event. The format they got, we give away like uh, $10,000 in uh, lap, money, lap money and contingency. So it's it's an awesome race. And uh, if, if you can get up for one of them, that'd be the one to come up for. Awesome. We'll definitely, uh, definitely keep you in the loop. And uh, we appreciate you spending some time here with us on Monday night. And uh, we wish you uh, best of luck going forward the rest of the season. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. And uh, yeah. uh, looking forward to listening to it. Thanks. Yep, absolutely. Have a good night. Yeah. Th- All right. Thank you, Justin. Yep. yep, take care. See you. All right, everyone. That was T-Bone. T-Bone, Justin Harris. Dude, that's a bad that's such a cool nickname. It's different for, like you said, it's different from everybody else. Like, like I was saying, you got the rocket, this, the missile, that. Well, that, and then you go to some tracks and there's guys that have like the same nicknames. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, everybody's just, the wild child, like the whole field. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, what do they call it? Like, like you said, like the missile, like you'll have like this guy's this from this town, but he's the yeah, missile. This missile this, yeah, this missile. Yeah. This guy's, the, yeah. The missile. <laughs> yeah. He's the missile. Got a missile over here, and before you know it, there's 16 cars in a 20 car field. That the nickname's the missile. Yeah, and that's how the announcer does it too. The missile. Oh my god, he got by the missile. Like, <laughs> all right, which missile? <laughs> uh, no, that was that was uh, awesome. Justin's such a he's a great guy, and uh, laid he, back he, too. Um, Just he, easy going, he seems. Yeah, and uh, like I said, he is so exciting to watch on the racetrack. He's good, dude. He's he, like I said, watching more of Land of Legends this year. He's got getting to see him more on a weekly basis. Um, he's grown on me. Like the dude's good. Yeah, he is good. I hope he does get a ride. Somebody put something together for this guy. He's too good. I, you know, he's going to get you a good finish or possibly even a win. Oh, he's definitely going to get you some wins. So uh, you get, uh, that'd you, be great for him. Absolutely. He'd be a good investment. Definitely. You get that man some solid equipment and you'll see. I think he could do some damage out there. I think so too. I mean, look, oh, what yeah. he's, look, look. All right. So first of all, you got to take into account. He races Atlanta legends on Saturday night, which every is not sat- every Saturday, which that is a, I don't care. Like a super that, dirt series yeah. race every week, pretty exactly. more or less. Exactly. And look at his last three finishes. First, first and second. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and he went head to head. Yeah, and, and he's been head to head for the championship with Matt Shepard, that were they were tied in points, but Matt got it because he had like one or two more wins than Justin. So when you could do that all season long, with considered to be one of the best out there, you're good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, dude, you're good. Yeah. <clears throat> so hopefully we can get some more publicity out there for Justin and. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. I would like to see him. I, I, I'd love to see him down here on my home track. You know, he's coming oh, out for a special race. Like, dude, this is the time you go. Let's go see. Let's go meet I him. To, I want to see him on my home track. Shit. It's a little bit of a drive. Have, they don't have any. At the airport, airport speedway is too small for dude, big live, block modifieds. <laughs> live, 
I live 30 minutes from Bridgeport. That's my home track. Yeah, I know. He, I, in my opinion, his style, he'd fit down there quite well, oh, my, my opinion. I think so, too. Put her up on the fence, dude? Oh, my God. Okay, so let's say he's four hours from me, right? Which I'm three hours from Bridgeport. So, yeah, so that's worth an eight-hour, tri- uh, 16-hour round trip every week. I know. I don't want him to come down there. I no, mean, I, I know that. Come down no. every week, but. Like a, yeah, like the beginning of the year, or like, um, like the like um, special whatever show. They, that- the dirt race, maybe, or, or he's not, towards he's the end of the year, yeah, like the Danny Serrano 100 yep. or something at the yep. end of the year, yep. yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe yep. some, or maybe somebody, know. or maybe somebody down here gets him a car oh. and he just has to drive down. How about the Amwell Auto Body 29? Maybe they have a spare car. You know what? We want Justin. We'll say we want Justin Ayers in that you, car. You know what's funny? Uh, that that certain driver literally just texted me like five minutes ago. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. And I responded back. Nine. Yeah, and I just texted him back and he's an answer. That's that's you know that's him. Like uh, probably Friday by Friday you'll help, you'll have an answer. Young whippersnappers. I don't even. I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, I talked little... to uh, the young Dilly Stoyer there. <laughs> oh, snot nose. I'm so, I'm so glad Dylan's running Orange County now. I'm not not slamming so you. Am I. Well, so am I because. I heard uh, he was actually very, very fast, and he was staying with Shepard or something like I heard, that. And I, yeah, I heard he was the only. I heard he was the only one that had anything for Shepard. Yeah, let's not forget and, he beat Shepard there last year. Uh huh. Yes, he did. In his own equipment. Yes. Yeah, something with the fuel line or something. I'm not 100 percent sure that they they decided to, you know pull it in because it was yeah. too dangerous or something like that. Well, but not worth that kid's good. Dylan's really good. Yeah, he is. Really good. I was really hoping they were going to decide to run Bridgeport for points this year. For whatever I know, reason, I know. they went yeah. to Grandview. They went to the toilet bowl. Yeah. Well, Zuby's other car driver drunk one Saturday. Yeah. How about the Colonel? Look at the Colonel starting to light it up at Brewerton. He's got win number two, I believe. Hey, this Seth. past Friday. He's good. You know, it was really good. I wonder if he's on a KFC. First, I wonder if he's on first-name basis with KFC oh, up there. Oh, he, he, they're probably just ecstatic. I wonder if they win, like, if, if Mike Murray, if they win, you know, how, uh, the pizza places, like, if this team wins we should, or we should baseball. Set, we should set something, something with up. Kentucky Fried Chicken. If, if Mike Maresca wins a race, they get, like, I don't know, a free drink and gravy or yeah, something. <laughs> That would be for awesome. The first, for the first 100 people or something like that. Yeah, because probably won't be 100 people to come to KFC. No. Uh, Michael will go there 100 times, stay in line like 100 times. <laughs> like, uh, I'm the guy that won. <laughs> Keep my, yeah. Like, chicken. Yeah. yeah, where's my toy? Where that 20 piece at? <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, be the first 100 people, so if you just give me a 100 piece chicken. Yeah, just give me a 100. Yeah, and he's good. That kid's he'll, he'll just pass out. Um, Tim Sears wins that full in, in a choir. Tim Sears has been running a very that, well this year. That's the second or third win this year. At yeah. Fulton. Might even be. A, he's got a. I don't say he might have like four wins on the year. I know he's got. Uh, he's got one or two at. Um, I know I picked. I know I picked him once and he won. And yeah, I, I finally gonna, picked him and he won. Thank God. And then I was going to pick him again and I didn't and he won. I know it's not pissed you off. Yeah. He's a son of a bitch. So, hey, maybe Troyer's making a comeback. He's whatever he's doing, he's got it working definitely right now. 
no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um, remember a certain driver was having problems, like, figuring out Orange County? Um, Trying sure. to get it to set up. Remember, um, I don't think he has that problem anymore because he won his third one. Oh, yeah, he definitely, definitely has yeah, no got, issues. Nah. He, nah. Nah. I don't, I, I'm uh, going to say, I think I said this year, in the beginning of the year, when he was doing well there, getting good runs that I think this is the year he wins Eastern States, the 200. It's possible. I really think, I really think this is the year. It's definitely, definitely possible. Uh, he's getting hot right now. I think he's definitely the hottest driver out there right now. Which is scary. Uh, you know, he started the season off a little, a little sluggish. But could be an experiment with some stuff. Could have been experimenting with some stuff. Could have maybe had some older equipment. Was maybe re- waiting on a fresher motor to come back. I mean, yeah, because everybody's waiting. Yeah, because everybody's waiting on stuff. Yeah, anymore. I mean, the, could, yeah, yeah. Could have could have been anything. You know, who knows? But uh, he's got that place figured out. He's got definitely got Utica Rome figured out. Three yeah, wins in a row be, there. He's going to be probably on beat later. That's going to be like his the time. He just dominates. Well, he's got um, good fill of cards there, too, though. He's got Piketty, you got AJ, Rocky Warner. Rocky Warner. Yeah, uh, Jessica Friesen's been good there. Jessica's been, yeah, she's been some good run. Of course, you know, and Stu's there, you know, at a yes. daily track, you know. <laughs> yeah, obviously, uh, Matt's got Canadagua figured out. So he's, uh, uh, I wouldn't say he slowed down there. The other guys, I think, are catching up to him now, though. They might be getting better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the competition is getting tighter. Yeah. So, I mean, I think any track Matt runs at weekly, he just makes everyone else around him better. Which is good, because we like yeah. that, because it makes the racing more exciting. Instead of, like, oh, he won again, he won again, he won again. Like, then it gets to a point where everybody gets that much better. It's like, I, it's anybody's guess. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Which is so, good for fans, you know, because you don't know. Yeah, like Justin said, Albany Saratoga is already rained out for tomorrow. Yeah, flooding, again. flooding, flooding at the track. Uh, Wednesday, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, Wednesday's the first modified race at um, Bloomsburg. Bloomsburg, uh, the Dale Series. Uh, looks like there's going to be a good field of cars there. I already, I already, I already know my pick, so. I mean, it's anybody's game because nobody's raced there before. I already know who my pick is. Yeah, you're going to pick Money Matt. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, Matt. I, I wouldn't pick. What was it, 5000 to win? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's only 5000 If it was 50 grand, like, yeah, Matt Williams did all the way. Yeah, five grand, he gets a top five. He'll make it look, you know. Lucky tries. Because he signed that piece of paper that said he had his contract said he has to. Yeah, I think I think it's like fifty five hundred to win. So he's gonna take. He's probably gonna take it easy. Use it as a test session or something. You know what I mean? Right. Shake it down for whatever he's gonna shake I, it down for. I think. Well, I think Super Dirt Car Series comes there later this year for ten thousand. Yes. Wins. Yeah. So basically, that's what he's doing. It's a practice. Pra- it's, it's a practice session for him. He's not gonna really even try. And if he happens to pocket fifty five hundred at a practice session, then you know, so be it. It'll be not on purpose. It'll be like by the attrition. He wasn't even trying. Yeah, yeah. I just like oh, like hey. all, this thing I know. I'm taking the checkered. So what am I supposed to do? Right. 
I mean, a Scooby. We got notes for the plus 288 coming. <laughs> Scooby won that race. He'd be like, oh, when did you guys start paying money oh, out for man. shakedowns? Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I congratulate and thank my sponsor for winning my first gobbler. Thank you. <laughs> Gee, Brad, uh, I thought this was a, a rented out practice session. Why are you paying me $5,500? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. no, we like you that much, Scooby. We, we just like you that much. All right, this is what me and Mike we were discussing today that we're gonna we're gonna run a contest because Mike and I always do our Friday and Saturday night picks. We're gonna experiment with the Friday picks and we're gonna do a point system. So say, Mike say, and I will. I'm Go sorry, ahead, I, Mike. I, after you and I talked about this on the phone, I kind of rethought the whole process. All right, so Mike doesn't. So now I'm an idiot. All right, go ahead, Mike. No, no, no. It's still the same thing. Still point system. But I think we just oh, do top. I just think we just do top three. Top. Oh, instead of a top five. Yeah. So, so if you if your driver wins, if the driver you pick wins, you get three points. Five. All right, three, three, two, yeah. one. Yeah. If you finish the second, you get two points. If you finish the third, you get a point. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll bring, yeah, you're gonna pick it. You guys are gonna pick against us. Me and Mike are a team. We're going to come up, what do you want to do, four or five tracks? Yeah, we'll do like four or five tracks that are running Friday night. And then, yeah, so uh, whoever, for us. Yeah, whoever can get uh, enough points accumulated through the four or five tracks that beats our point total, we'll, we'll send you a free T-shirt or, or decals. or. Yeah, you're going to win a prize. You're going to win something or a shirt and a decal. Yeah, absolutely. So stay tuned. We're going to tweak it a little bit as we as the week goes along. But stay tuned and keep your eyes peeled on our Facebook page. Please leave us a review. I've been begging for reviews. Yeah, please leave us a review. I don't care what we don't care what just the first review. We don't even care if it's negative. That somebody's paying attention to us. First review gets a T-shirt. That's right. First person to leave us a review on Facebook. And you can't just comment on the page and say, hey, you guys are great. There's actually no, like a review section. And, and the first person who leaves a review wins whatever Mike said. And we'll let you pick a guest for up for an upcoming episode. Watch like Mariska be the one to leave us a review. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you pick, Mike? Daryl Chamberlain? All right. I would like, hey, okay. <laughs> the colonel's going to be like, uh, I picked myself to be on the show. <laughs> Go away, Mike. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, leave us a review. It has to be under the review section on the Facebook page. Yes. I think somebody else just left this review on like a comment section. That doesn't count. No, it has to be, yeah, like Mike said, in the review section of yeah. the page. It has to be. And like us, tell your friends about us, and uh, we're starting to get a little following, which is good. Yeah, it's fun for us, which is uh, really cool. Uh, and sorry for the confusion on the on the schedule changes. Brian and I are <laughs> idiots. <laughs> uh, but uh, we do have a pretty busy schedule coming up. Uh, next yep. week is uh, Zach McDonald. Uh, if nobody knows who he is, he is a sportsman driver that is over in the U.S. racing this year from Australia. Uh, I know he's been in a bunch of different tracks racing this year, trying out a bunch of different stuff. Uh, so we'll have the all CR next week. The week after that is Nick Sandone. Nick Sandone, who is a street track, ah, street stock driver from my home track, Bridgeport. Uh, after Nick, 
August 2nd, dual show. We got No Panic, Davey Frantic, and the rookie, Garrison Krentz. I'm pretty excited for both of them. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Which not, that Dave, I'm not, shops for, not that I'm not excited about any of our guests, but uh, I'm really excited. First of all, I mean, anytime we get a sprint car guy on, it's pretty pretty cool because we're we don't have many of those on. But uh, and Garrett, we're off the ninth. We're off the ninth. I will be away on vacation. August sixteenth, we got the Masonville Missile, the Southern Tier Phenom, Sean Walker. Another one of those damn missiles. That's I know. <laughs> we'll have to give him another. We'll call him like drumstick or something. We we'll have to give him something else. Yeah. And then I'm on the mouse birthdays, 48th, LJ Lombardo, the the outlaw, LJ Lombardo. So that's what we have coming up for y'all. Yeah, so before the week's out, we'll have August all booked. Yeah, probably. Yeah, more than likely. It fills up pretty quickly. Yeah, as soon as you start throwing ideas. Yeah, well, when they say yes, instead of, like, chasing them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... All right, everyone, that's all the time we have for you tonight. Uh, I am Michael Clark Griswold with my co-host, The Mal, Ryan Hustlinger. Yeah. Signing out, you have been Black Flag. Shut the f*** up!